record. Yay! So welcome to Kristen Clark Unmasked. Today I have the enigmatic, the vivacious (laughs) Gina Mallison. And Gina and I have been trying to get together for a while. I've been trying to hook my little fingers into this girl for a podcast. (laughs) And it, 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 you know, everything's always perfect timing. And what I love more than anything is that every single person that's been on this podcast has Mm -hmm. like going, do you know, Gina? (laughs) (laughs) And you you know, I love that people go, I heard my name on your podcast. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. It's the coolest thing. Yes. I know Gina. Yes. And, and, and it's going, and when her and I get together, it's going to be magic like we've yes. never seen it's yes. going to be so big so yes. amazing yeah and i love that you are here mm-hmm. so i am gonna let gina follow her own impulse and tell you about herself what she does if she feels like she wants to do that <laughs> and so i'm handing it off to you my dear mm-hmm. Thank you. So yeah, so Gina Mallison's my name and alignment is my game. <laughs> How's that? <laughs> yeah, alignment, calibration. So I mean, really, I love that, like, who am I? And like, who am I is this person that this is, this is my passion. This is my joy. This is my fullest expression is like, you know, in a big way, I think I relate to Jerry Hicks a lot in the sense that he was always asking. And, you know, like the story of his life, like he worked in a circus at one point, right? Like he's like, right? I I feel like I have that same thing. Like, I don't, I don't like, have ties to so many things. I'm so open to exploring. And when I landed on the teachings of Abraham Hicks, just like five years ago, like I knew it was like jackpot. This is it. This is what I've been searching for my whole life. Like literally I'm a seeker and like I've passed through so many different things right before finding Abraham Hicks. I had like a two year stint, like into like Tony Robbins and landmark. And there was something always really off about those programs. There was like, it was the closest I got to like, ooh, but it was still off and it really wasn't working because it was those final two years before I found this, that everything came crashing down <laughs> for me. And, um, and isn't, isn't that lovely though? Isn't that the way it goes for a lot of people where things have to get so, so, so bad and when it's so, 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 so bad, you have so, 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 so much desire. When there's that desire, when you ask, it is given. So even I was re- like, when it lands, like, you know, you hear the stories of people there in the bookstore and the asking it is given book falls off and hits them on the head. Like that didn't happen to me. I kind of wish it did, but it, what happened to me was so freaking magical because what happened, I'll tell the story a little bit oh. where, um, So five years ago, I decided to like mid 2015, I decided to take this course and something called NLP, Neuro Linguistic Programming and Hypnosis and Reiki. It was a two week course for like becoming a life coach and learning these and having these as tools. And by that time, I still hadn't like discovered the Abrahamics. Like I knew of them, I didn't, you know. Um, But on the second day of that course, we started with doing the NLP. And on the second day of that course, I was like, holy shit, this is the secret to the secret. Cause I know the secret, like I've seen it. And 
these techniques we're doing? Like, how do people not know this? How, how does everybody not know this? And yes. so then it was like, okay, this is law of attraction. So then I went back into the secret and then very quickly within probably days discovered, really discovered Abraham Hicks. And the, you know, they're the fountainhead of the information. Like the secret is a great, I call it like a really good bridge for people that are kind of unaware of the magic or not remembering it and get into it, but it's missing so much of the stuff like source, inner being, all that kind of stuff. Yes. The thing I love about The Secret, cause like again, it's a great bridge because I don't feel it has like incorrect information, which a lot of law of attraction stuff out there is like, mm, that's not quite it, but they have what's it, but it's just missing a large and very important piece of the pie. So once I, yeah, <laughs> like so like, uh, emotional guidance system, intervene, <laughs> vortex, like, like all that stuff. So, um, so I, I just dug into the Abrahamic text material, like how much appreciation I have for the fact that with their copyright, you know, they allow people to, the reason why there's so many Abe Hicks videos available on YouTube is because they allow people in yeah. their copyright rules for the Abraham Hicks to allow up to 15 minute segments to be posted. And, and that just, because of course I got all their books and I've listened to their books over and over again, but the YouTube is such a great place to like go to the search oh. bar and type Abe Hicks or Abraham Hicks and then whatever topic you're chewing on, right? And then there's dozens of different segments kind of asking about the same topic, but in different ways so you get this holistic perspective that's so good. And like literally no joke, I swear it's gotta be at least 8,000 hours if that's like probably a low number of what I've consumed from Abe Hicks material over the last five years. And it's just, because it's, it's, it really, as I do this work that I do with clients and I continue to have more and more questions because there's a never ending to the questions, right? You get that answer and, oh, that clicks in. And now I have another question. And what about this? You know, and as a different variety of clients come and work with me, it's just expanded my knowing and understanding and my own steadiness and just helped me kind of, I don't want to say perfect my craft because it's not, there's nothing gets but it, it is, it, it is perfect and it's expanding. It is perfect and it's expanding. So anyway, so I'm, a, I'm, I, you know, I don't know. I almost um, was going to reach out to Ramona Gailey yesterday. The thought occurred to me because it really hadn't before, you know, she, her and I was actually in a session. She had me ask some questions for her to Oprah about what she should call herself because she didn't feel right with coach or teacher. And so it was this magical session. I think she, I'm very sure she talked about yes. it on your show. Yes. And, yeah. and we hit on vibrational mentor. Yes, and yesterday when I, cause I had this amazing session yesterday with Bridget Singer. Have you heard of her? Yes. Oh my gosh. So she started a channel now, by the way, she's the person we bought our beach house from a year ago. Oh, anyway, it's like super serendipitous <laughs> story, but I was, I had a session with her where she was channeling for me and like so much stuff clicked into place where like, I feel like I'm ready rather than calling myself a coach or a teacher. It's more like a mentor because it's like, you know, by my example. And also like when people come to me and they're in a wobble, it's like 
sometimes before I take them through an exercise, I kind of just share what my perspective is or what I see that their inner being, being's perspective is in a mentor way, not trying to like coach them or teach them, but here's just some other ways to think about it. Now let's take you through this process and see what you discover for yourself. It's not about telling them anything. It's about their own self-discovery in in learning that they get the answers for themselves when they allow themselves to let go and connect. And so that's, if anything, I want to just be that example of that connection, what can happen when you live in more of the connection and allow more. And that the the contrast is wonderful part of the journey too. And you can have this, you know, Weola is another channel I, I am really into right now and have done private coaching and, and go to their workshops. And it just continues to expand on the Abraham Hicks message. It's not different. It's compliment. It's, it's, it's just another way to look at it. And what Weola talks about is a question answer dance, the eternal, never ending, beautiful question answer dance and finding the way to dance through that like infinity loop with more ease and knowing and steadiness. So when you, when you go back into question, you're doing it in a softer way because you have more of that steady connection with that answer vibration. But you allow yourself to focus because you know there's no fear of any, cause you can just, you know how to connect again. And, you know, so it, I don't know if I'm just making any sense at all to anybody listening, but like, I feel like I'm all over the place, which that's, that's who I am. <laughs> but, um, yeah. So I, um, I'm not going to call myself this yet, but I would love to call myself vibrational mentor. <laughs> I want to talk to Ramona about that, but I'm a law of attraction coach. And, um, and really what I've come up with in the last three or four months, which has been beautiful, like really just bubbled up or popped out of my vortex is that because what I do with clients isn't actually NLP as it's taught, as it's known, or as anybody else that I've seen do NLP uses it. I've never seen anybody use it in this way. So I, but it's the process like there there's in within the NLP world, there's like hundreds, hundreds of different uh, processes or ways that you can apply the techniques really unlimited. But there's a few that I found that are just so simple, beautiful and effective and smooth and fast. I mean, somebody can calibrate in five to 10 minutes of like this exercise of learning how to go within and feel their emotional guidance system. People get to learn what their emotional guidance system feels like, what the different variety, they get to realize, oh, it's not just happy with it. Like on the top level, like there's all these nuances of different flavors and an infinite combination of how these flavors and energies can dance together and what it creates in your life and your relationships. And same with the lower vibration. You know, it's not just mad, sad, or depressed. It's this whole thing. And let's let's not be afraid to, to look at something that's caused this contrast, not be scared or ashamed to say, this situation makes me feel like this. Sometimes people, especially that know Abraham Hicks, don't want to like, you know, it's like almost like the happy face sticker on the gas tank. Right. But here's the thing. When you have a focused intent with somebody else to calibrate, you don't you don't want to look at that contrast to look at it 
or try to figure it out. But if you are doing it in, in, with an intent to lift it up and see it from a new perspective, from a place of steady, like that's the work. And so that's what I do with clients using these, these techniques. I've created something that I call the evoke method. One of my clients got the divine, like boop, land in her head. Cause she knew like she was here at the retreat that I did with Weola and Costa and Armand and Karen here at my house back in a few months ago. And she was the one, one person that was in person. There were a few online, but she came and it was so beautiful. And we all just got so close and it just felt, it felt like it was always us that was going to be there and that we've all known each, you know, you know, when as, uh, Abraham tells a story of Jerry and Esther being in Boston with their close friends and, and yeah. so, something about, um, they ended up at the statue of, I don't know who it was. It was like the guy that was like, uh, I forget, but they all realized, oh my gosh, we're all that like that's me but they're all like that's me and you know you just feel like you come from the same energy stream but you all are uniquely different and anyway so <laughs> my client <laughs> Miyusha beautiful beautiful inside out just so delicious she had known anyway within a week or two after that retreat she was like it's the evoke method and she actually on our next session she's like let me share my screen and she brought up this like this presentation she made with these colors and the evoke method the definition of evoke in the webster's dictionary is something like to recall to one's conscious mind. And I just got chills because what I feel like I'm doing is that I'm recalling to somebody's conscious mind, their connection with source and their, their inner knowings perspective on the situation. They're bringing that. So they're not unconscious in, in a pattern anymore. They're consciously bringing that connection to that situation. And then that's when everything, it was like so perfect. I'm getting chills right now. So, and, and so as I think about this, you know, I have in 2021, like with such clarity, I see, and this is something that's funny because a year ago, Oprah said she saw this in my vortex and I was like, so resistance. I was like, oh no, I'm not teaching this. I'm not teaching, right? And now it's so clear and so clear how I will teach it. It's actually so simple. It's a process of identification. So the evoke method, I break it down into a three-part process, right? The first part is identification. Like you want to identify what's, what's the wobble that I want to calibrate right? Out of the different, and, and you don't even have to go back far in time. If you have a wobble, it's showing up in your now reality. Look in the last week, when was a time you were quote unquote triggered and you got angry or said something sharp or whatever. And so identify that. And then I have the person close their eyes and go back to like this instance that they told me that happened, close their eyes. And I want you to really feel that icky emotion. Like it's actually an encouragement. I want you to fire it up, activate it, feel where it is in your body. And then with their eyes closed, I have them start focusing so much on the vibration, the emotion in their body that they actually end up taking their focus off the story because it's not about the story anyway. The story was just a manifestation of this vibration that's actually irrelevant. If you go try to go in the story, you'll just, anyway. So I have them focus so much on the feeling in their body. I ask them like, where 
where is it? Is it heavy, light, or medium? Is it moving at all or still? What color is it? What's it made out of? What shape is it? Like literally they begin to now be able to actually see it as a thing as they are feeling it. And then one by one, little step by little step, I have them change this little thing about it and this little thing. Like I always start off with color because that's just the easiest. And I say, well, instead of like black, what color would feel better? And it's their choice. This is like a really important piece of the, the thing. I'm not asserting my thoughts like, oh, I bet white would feel better. No, no, no. What color would feel better? And I might give them some suggestions, like even glitter sparkles counts as a color, or you can make it rainbow or just white or whatever. And so they'll do that. And then once they change it, I have them sit with it and look at it and notice, does that feel a little bit better, worse or the same? And it'll feel a little bit better. And then I say, well, let's change what it's made out of. And then they change that. And does that feel, so you know how Abraham says on the vibrational scale, they'll have exercises of like climbing you up, but sometimes it's hard to climb up the vibrational scale if you're just focused on the story and just trying to change the narrative in your head this gets rid of the story and it becomes this abstract thing that you're just playing with feeling better and better and better and what they end up getting in like five or ten minutes of this is literally connection with the feeling that was on the other end of the stick of that one without me guiding them to anywhere like they just I feel a little better a little bit and then they end up with this thing that they're like I can tell their shoulders drop they're breathing. And I say, what is it that you're feeling now? Look at this thing. And what is the emotion you feel? And it is what it is for them. And it's always that other end of the stick. And then we kind of expand that emotion out. Where do you feel that good, yummy emotion in your body? What color is it? What if you double it? Like, oh, and then what other, you know, so I get them so connected with that. And they're so disconnected from the thing we even started with on the identification step. But so then I'm there to guide them while they're so connected in their body to imagine going back in time, feeling this way, replacing that old you with this you and just notice what's different. Don't try to make anything different, but just notice. what. And it's like, like, you know, they just see so much of like, oh my gosh, like it was never about me. Oh my God, I feel like I don't, you know, whatever it is. Like they see what that, that what's there for them to see. And then I have them kind of future pace it or kind of like what might be different next time you hang out with this person or whatever. And, and that's, that's the, the calibration is the movement I make with the actual process. So it's step one is integration. Step two is the calibration. And that third step when I have them, it's called integration. And that's when I have them take that connection and go back in time to that thing. And now let's also look at the future and how this might be different. And that's the integration part to it is super, super critical like that that you know because a lot of a lot of you know it's like I was talking to somebody yesterday about integration in fact it was Rochelle like she's on my Facebook page I put a picture my my lovely amazing yummy yummy friend Rochelle was over last night and she's super into this too at the same level I am it's like not even funny and and we were talking about um integration and and how important that is because you if you just take your mind off the subject and which is, which is, this is not saying that this is not good. You like, if you're in, if you're in a triggered moment, you want to pivot as best, as quickly as you can catch it early and pivot. Yes. But, and, and connect back up with source, go meditate, or maybe take a yoga class and then like you're reset. But then if you 
don't like integrate that feeling that you got there back on that subject. There's nothing went wrong, but you're not going to have the improvement that could be there for you. Weola talks about it like a point of contrast or resistance, that resistance is like a pebble in your shoe. And you wanna, you wanna be sensitive enough to notice that pebble in your shoe before it gets really, really tight. But there's magic in that pebble. You wanna be joyful that you found that pebble and you wanna take it out now and calibrate so the magic can be released from that, that little pebble. Like that's where the big gift boxes can- Oh, I love that. In. Oh yeah, it's phenomenal. Yeah, yeah. So. There's just juicy discoveries for people to be made. And, and, you know, I just, I just love, I love the big stuff. You know, I love the little stuff too. Don't get me wrong. Oh my gosh. I will tell you, Lindsay, you had Lindsay on. Oh my God. Lindsay's one of my best friends, Lizzie Cooper. She was on another earlier podcast with you and she and I are off the freaking hook. Like we are the same energy. We do this Marco Polo thing two days ago. We were like Marco pulling every, every like 20 minutes and just dancing. But then like the serendipities that we would experience together and like, and then it actually, it just kept extending out to like the serendipity that her and I shared actually was a moment. Like, let me tell you. Okay. Cause I don't know if you're going to publish this um, video of the podcast too, but yes. Lindsay is magical. So she's an artist and I love her art, first of all, and I love puzzles. And she does these amazing puzzles with any piece that I love of that she drew. I'm like, put it in a puzzle form. And she's like, it's there, buy it. And I'm like, dude. And she, so here's a puzzle, but she doesn't just give it in a puzzle box. She takes it out of the box once she gets it shipped to her and creates like all these, oh, yes, look at these little puzzle pots and stuff like all these cute things and she hides little goodies in it and draws hearts and there's feathers it's like literally like playing with a little girl when you're a little girl and your best friend and you're just drawing hearts over stuff and loving them and so in this was this thing wrapped up and, and stuck in there and I, I pop this off and this glitter comes out and I pop it out and it's a snow globe and this little guy was covered in um like some kind of paper and the instructions. So I didn't know what this little guy was, were to add three ounces of water and shake. And you do that and the paper turns to snow. It's the coolest thing. So anyway, oh um, I had opened this like 10 minutes before I had a client appointment. So I just all jazz and how cute is that? And I had it on my desk and I'm doing this session with this client, lovely, lovely client. And we're transforming that feeling in her body, calibrating it. And again, so it's like, what material do you want to turn it to? She wanted to turn these metal balls into glass, like spheres. And then we had her pop it out and, and then just play with it, like change this. She, and she goes, well, you know what? It's kind of like snow globes. And I was like, like a, what? what? I was like, and then when she was done and I said, go ahead and open your eyes. And I was holding this in your hand. I was like, literally 10 minutes before this appointment, <laughs> I opened this magical snow globe from my friend that just love bombed me with it. And I mean, but see, here's the thing. It's like stuff like that. Like I tell my husband, he's like, and right. But Lindsay and I see that like, it's so like, yes. we love it. Like we're not like making it something like we see the something of it. Like it is, 
it and it's everywhere. And when you see that stuff, it it is with everywhere and people are in on it that don't know, like this client of mine didn't, he need to know, oh my God, we had this other thing the night before with slots. And it, man, it just literally blows my mind. But then, you know, the really cool thing about all that, of how like we just jive and our vibes are so high all day. Like that's when the big stuff, then boom, like big, big, big stuff for me, for my <laughs> clients, like, like my client the other day told me that like, she wasn't like, we see each other almost every week. And she, her last year has been so fucking phenomenal, like just out of this world. And it just keeps getting better. She hadn't been telling me that like, she decided a couple weeks ago to, to, um, to, I'm just like, I'm conscious not to say her name because it hasn't been announced as a company, but like to apply for this, this promotion that is like unheard of for the length of time she's been there just over a year, you don't apply for this position. Like you're there for three years, maybe before you do it. But like, she felt the impulse and even her boss did too. And she fucking nailed it to like a degree that like, she was for sure number one out of all 15 people that applied so much. So she caught the lady's attention of like, I want you on my team. I'm taking, you know, and like she just like the amount of money that she's going to be getting plus stock options, like tens of thousands. Of, like what? Like what? Like it's just, you know, it's just like, and so it's so fun. And I get the big stuff in my life. I see people around me get big stuff, even people that aren't clients. Like that, like one of our friends that we hung out with last week, like had just the most serendipitous, there was no coaching involved, just hanging out with some high vibe and people that like, don't talk about the stuff you don't want. And so anyway, yeah. <laughs> anyway, sorry. I'm like going off Girl, on all these different. <laughs> this is you though. Yeah. This yeah. Is what, this is what my freaking podcast is about. Yes. Is, is yes. let this flow oh baby flow, flow. And you were flow. in so much flow you were in so and you do oh. Oh. and you know the first time I saw you um I was yeah when a, was that when did we first connect? the first time I saw you yeah connect vibrationally okay. I was doing a zoom with a client and and Sanjula was there oh yes as my as my guest speaker yes and she put up um the video of the, the 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 sectional video of you and Lindsay talking about all the money that she was making oh yes yeah. right <laughs> oh yes and and I was just so enwrapped in the both of you yeah. I was just like going oh my gosh here's something so big and of yeah. course you know Lindsay's yeah Lindsay's like <laughs> flashing her cash and like, look at this check, and she's doing that, and I'm just like, oh, are you kidding me? Another check? Yeah. And like, well, and what was so cool was like the first little video, you were like going, yeah, yeah, that's normal. Yeah. And then the next one, you're like, what? Yeah. And with each one, you got more and more excited. Going, I know. Yes. And then when the eighteen hundred dollar, you know, she direct deposit. Born, yes. Yeah. Yeah, automatic. It's like, I know. And what you just said there is a great, is a great description. Yeah, she was totally like, I'm like sweaty armpits, by the way. It's like a little heart. But you, you, you went, Lindsay, Lindsay. Oh my God. 
tell you how many times I played that over and over because it it was one of those things that just no matter what where you are it zooms you right into your yes. vortex. Yes. It just pulls. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It yes. just pulls you into your vortex. Yeah. I'm just like going, oh my god, these two are so much fun. Yeah. And I had just made that morning the decree to the yes. universe that. From here on out, I want to interact with high vibing yes. visionaries. Yeah. Not just high vibing abers. I want yes. the visionaries. Yes. I want the people yes. that are on the leading edge and taking the step off. Yes. Yeah. That are using that are, uh, Yeah, that moving that leading edge out with source together, yeah. that ever expanding leading edge and just yeah. dancing on that edge, baby. Dancing. Yeah. <laughs> Disco well, and lights and glitter yeah. saying, come and join us on the edge. It's fun if you want, or you can stay back there, whatever. You can be on the wall. That's fine. Yeah, We're that's out on right. the dance floor yeah. here. Yeah. And I, I love that. I love because just from watching you guys, inspiration, yeah. ideas, yeah. those kind yeah. of things flow. Yeah. And I love what you had said earlier about the, the contrast, you know, how beautiful that is mm -hmm. because yesterday I took a little joy ride down into some of the deepest, gnarliest, darkest mm -hmm. contrast I've been in a long time. And what it launched, you know, I love, I, you know, who Bashtar is, yes. how they'll talk about the slingshot, you yes. know? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Just get pulled back. So get right. launch, if right? you release it. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and that's why it feels icky because you're getting pulled and pulled and pulled. And I loved that because in that moment, this is the first time I was in so much anger and I was in this, I hate this. I hate that. But within the word hate, I could feel me saying, I demand this uh -huh. no more wishy-washy, yeah. no more wibble wobble. Yeah. Just, I am the sovereign here. Yeah. I demand this. And it was, uh -huh. it was a, it was a vibration like I've never felt before. Yeah. It was a vibration of energy. Of, I mean, yeah. Yeah. Your, but your source, your, your source is solid knowing there's nothing to be afraid here. And it, it, it was just the closest thing to that. And it was so empowering and it was, it felt good. Usually if I ever was in that space, I'd be like, oh, I'm vibrating yeah, yeah. wrong. Yeah, you know? yeah, 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 yeah. And, yeah. And, and that fear of that vibration yeah. and that fear. And I had said that morning, I do not want to be afraid of any aspect of myself. I refuse from here on out to be afraid of any aspect yeah. of myself. Yeah. And there was this queen within that anger and that frustration. She was in there. And if I hadn't allowed myself to go yeah. there yeah. I wouldn't have just repressed it. Her. yeah 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 mm -hmm. yeah and it one of the most wonderful things that I recently went through was letting my dog go letting yeah. my dog of 14 years who was my I mean if she could have been surgically attached to me she was you know we did everything together she she went through all my jobs with me together she would go to my job she's you know we took our fun little 30 yeah, days, days of 30 yeah. days, you know, we did everything together. And so to go into releasing her from a space of where source would, you know, sources, this is a wonderful thing. This is a gift. This is fantastic. This is the most joyful thing you've ever done for yourself to go into that release from that mindset. Holy cow, that started a whole new world for me. I was in the space and a friend of mine said, well, make sure you acknowledge how you feel, but also see how your inner being feels. And I said, no, no. 
I'm done playing there. I'm done playing. Yeah. Yeah. And, it, and, and there's this part of me going, well, how does your source feel about that? How does there your inner being that's feel? That's who you really are. Yes. Like, yes. Like if you don't like some people be like, I've got to look for something that if there's something low vibration for you to calibrate, it's in your now. You don't have to go digging it up. Yes, like, yes. So if you're already feeling steady, just ride that. Ride yeah, that. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. And there was plenty of times I wasn't steady. There were exactly. plenty of times there was that heaviness and the, the pricking of the tears behind my eyes. For sure. But in those moments, I said, no. Yeah. No. No. And all my teaching has always been like, no, don't defy that. Don't do that. that, that. You got to go into it. You got to do this. And I was like, you know what? If it's not a hell yes, it's a hell no. And I, I loved, I loved this decisiveness. I loved it because I, it was new and there was no second guessing me in that. And that was so empowering. And so now I love using, cause when, I, when the, the doctor gave her her injection and the doctor had to get up and run out of the room. Um, and I just, I just sat there and I kept expecting a feeling to come up, mm-hmm. some, something to identify yeah. with. And there wasn't anything. And it wasn't like, it wasn't like, oh, I'm in denial. It was just the, the word, nothing, no thing that yeah. I knew of was there. And it was blossoming into something new, something I'd never felt before. And it was so amazing, this gift she gave me. Yeah. But, and as I go forward, I, number one, I didn't want to tell anybody. I, I was like, yeah, I just don't want their what yeah. slopped yeah. on me. I'm done yeah. with that. So I just went forward in my life. And when my friends were like, oh, where's Nikki? I'm like, I let her go. And I don't know if you uh, saw, but I had or heard me telling Franny in the previous podcast, I'd been out in the desert and I just last weekend and I reached out to my dog and I just said, you know, show off, show me who you are right now. And in that instant, a, a rainbow on my left. I mean, and we're talking, I'm on the desert. So it, it spanned probably five miles. And I was just like, damn, show off. Yeah, show like, off. <laughs> okay, I see you. I, I see you. <laughs> and it, it was just so wonderful. I was just like going, oh, bam. wow, you're so yeah. big. But it, it oh, it's just to, yeah, to, to move into the space in every moment right now of, okay, I want to feel happy but then allow what I'm feeling as a new version of happy, not searching yeah. around for the familiar happy. I yes, have. exactly. Because yes. exactly. Cause if, if it's, if it's beyond, if it's new, it's not going to be that specific. Yes. It's going to be more, it's going to be, have different nuances to it, a fullness to it. Maybe a surprise part of a feeling and a thought that you didn't even expect would be in yes. that situation. Yes. Absolutely. Yes. It's the unknown. Yes. And yes. no, yeah, just in a steadiness. And again, known of wow, more to experience that's new and different. It, it, so yeah, and, and to to eagerly go into this with yes. the faith that my inner being has, like, this is awesome. Not the yeah, I don't recognize anything here. And and when I do feel that, just going, do I want to feel that? No, hell no. 
and and allow myself I'm, I'm so loving the power within a hell no or a hell yes yes I'm loving this it's so good and that's why I I'm reaching out because you guys every once in a while I'll see a whole panel of you guys talking or whatever and one person will light up. And now I know what Abraham means by light up. Yeah, yeah, just, yeah. And, and it's not literally seeing a light or anything. Yeah. It's just, I can't take my eyes yeah. off them. I, can, I have this, you know, total attention on them. And I'm like, oh, that's, that's my next podcaster. Yeah. yeah. And, I, and I love that that's within every single yeah. person. Every single person. Every single person. I was talking with, um, ugh, brain fart. Anyway. <laughs> it's it's one it's one of the you know awesome yep. people that you know and stuff and that goes do you know gina <laughs> yes oh like is it raven or like, like yeah <laughs> i know i know yeah. the, the name's gonna come um but her she's got she wants she, she knows you and she wants to do the book about Rhonda writer no 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 she wants to do the book about raising children from the perspective of oh, abraham tracy Yes, Tracy, Tracy Hutchinson. Yes, yes, I just talked with her. She's in the UK for the first time we did a Zoom together. Have you interviewed her already? I want to. She's she's oh. gonna she's gonna listen to this and hear yes, her name. Is. Tracy gets your ass in here. Because yes. her and I were just she reached out to me and she goes, I want to do a fan page for Kristen yes. Clark Unmasked. And I went, oh my oh, God. I love yes, you. Yes, that's right. I think she told me about that when I was talking. She was like, yes. How good does that feel? How good does that feel? Oh my God. It Kristen, feels so, so good. It feels so, and like, it this also, is so your jam. Like, and I know you know that, but clear, it's clear yeah. and obvious. Done yes. deal. Anyway, <laughs> so I, I, I just messaged her on Facebook Messenger. We were chatting and we're just talking. And all of a sudden, she starts telling me about this idea. Yes. And I went, brilliant. Oh, my, I said, you need to be on my podcast. Yeah. And she's like, I don't know. And I'm like, oh, oh no, 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 woman. I'm like, I know where you live now. <laughs> I'm going to hunt you down. I'm gonna, you're going to oh do this. Oh, my God. You're going to get brave and you're going to do this because it's brilliant. Yeah. It is. Yeah. She was so, and then I saw that you did Raven's Daughter. That was so cool. Oh, um, yes. Oh. Oh. But she was great because I was telling her about how, I was playing with my two-year-old grandson. Yes. And I, I was showing him affirmations and I lifted him up onto the, the sink so that he could do them. Yeah. And she goes, she goes, you don't need to show them that they already know how to do it. Yeah. And I went, Oh my, you know, they're, yeah. and, yeah. and I'm like going, that's when I told her, I was like, you need to do a podcast with me yeah. just yeah. from that little bit just of a little bit right there. Yeah. And mm -hmm. I just, I, so I'm hoping she'll. It's funny. Cause I heard, I don't know which pod, I, I mostly, I listen to like the first parts of some of your podcasts. I don't have the time to listen to all of them, but some, some of them I do, but there was, um, when you were talking about, maybe it was with Raven or somebody, but about, wouldn't it be great if Abe does, if it lets kids in. It might've been with oh, Raven. Yes. Yes, but here's the yes. thing. I don't know if you've ever heard this segment where Abe or Esther, um, maybe Esther and Jerry were talking about it, but they said they actually tried that once. They had Abe with a group of kids, but the questions they asked, because they, they're like, can you fly? Can you, do they don't have like, 
these like as adults these big issues you're like give me the answer because they they're so connected they have that they already are in their knowing so they're not going to ask the kinds of questions that we think they'd ask probably (laughs) but um it's it's really cool the whole um like talking to raven and then tracy about like the unschooling concept and what that really means Yes. Raven filled me in. I knew I, when I met Raven over a year ago, I knew that she was doing unschooling, but I, I had my own. Write that down. Yeah. I, so I had my own thoughts on what unschooling meant. I pictured like her having to like teach her Desi, like from like the school cricket, like it literally, here's the thing. It literally did not even occur to me that the curriculum that's out there is not some kind of necessity. Like you don't have like, like that literally blew my mind a few months ago. And I was really, cause I'm, I'm considering like with my daughter and like, cause she is a fucking genius. Like every kid is a genius mm-hmm. and has a genius within them and desire, but we put him in this box of you be this. And like, my daughter is not interested in science and math and I'm not going to sit there and make her do it, but she's so her art. Cause I just let her be in a room all day as much as she wants if she has zoom on with school for attendance like you can play your games or draw you know whatever like I just don't care (laughs) I don't care about assignments like I'm letting that whole thing kind of implode so that now we have let's try unschooling (laughs) because her her dad is is still kind of adjusting to that idea so just kind of letting it break down but in the meantime she's like gets to spend hours and hours and hours just doing what she does like I you know at one point every once in a while I have this thought of like you know Maybe she should at least get out of a room and go for, get some fresh air. But I'm like, no, like I trust her inner guidance system to do that. Like, I don't want her to like, there, there is no set structure anyway. (laughs) Um, (laughs) And what I've, she shared with me over this last, only happened in this last week or week and a half, some of the art she's done. And it literally blows my mind. It, my friend was over yesterday and, and she showed it to us and Ian too. And like, we're all thinking, is she tracing this? Like, I don't want to accuse her. Like, but like, are you, so I even asked her, I'm like, are you using templates or like, and she's like, no, I just draw it. And like, it is so amazing. Like she's set, like, and I know that it's just a confirmation of she's set for life. Like just let her do her thing. Yes. And, um, and and just enjoy this fun, playful, nothing serious going on relationship with her. Last night for the first time, oh, it was so beautiful. So first of all, again, just an amazing dinner and conversation with this dear friend, Rochelle, who I haven't hung out with like that in like to have like a conversation, like in probably over a year easily. But we've never had conversation like that ever. And Ian was in on it because Rochelle and I are super like woo-woo. And Ian over this last four months or so is really starting to like, okay. And so to have him sit and listen and then engage in that conversation. And Sammy was on the couch so she could hear us talking about like mushrooms, like drugs and so like, but just being really and like, but also even just like talking about like us having realizations of like, oh, I get to choose what I want in my life. And I, I choose not that. And I choose this and allowing ourselves to do that and allowing others. So we're just talking about it and saying, and, and she's just having fun on her iPad. And eventually she goes upstairs and the party ends. And I go in her room to say good night and I lay down with her and 
she's doing good, but she starts talking and says she was upset about something and started crying. And I said, well, do you want me to help you? Do you want me to do one of my little exercises? She's never ever done an exercise. She's really aware of what I do now with COVID her home all day. And I'm so loud and I have clients all day. So she knows kind of what I do. And she's hearing the stories of clients and stuff that like have these amazing, like, Ooh, this happened and this happened. And anyway, so she allowed me to like do it. So I had her feel that awful feeling and she was crying and we got it. It was like this green energy and I had her change the color to light blue and she, she changed it to light blue and instantly her cheeks relaxed and she got like a little bit of like a, she went from like mm, to like oh, a little smile. And then she changed it to some other texture or something. And she just got this big smile and I go does that feel better she goes thanks mom and we kept oh my god that must have felt so amazing for you oh my god I just like love you so freaking much anyway (laughs) so it's just wonderful it's it's um, (sighs) yeah raising raising kids like from the Abraham perspective is so freeing for everybody and it makes for such a lovely peaceful calm joyful and fun loving household like because you're not on like you know she doesn't have chores she can wear her same shirt for five days in a row I don't care you know she doesn't want to take a bath for five days I don't care you know (laughs) god can you it's so wonderful I don't care, you know, I don't care. Well, and just so move into that space of trusting them. Yeah. Just Allowing trust, and trusting. Trust. Yes. Yeah. Oh my God. And if you really I mean, do, like what I've been seeing is evidence of that trust being so fucking well-placed. So perfect. Yeah. Yeah. So good. <laughs> oh my God. That is so, yeah. I mean, what are we moving into because of the amazingness that was 2020? Yes. I mean, I, re- I really, this, and Mark Tom's. Um, yes, Mark Tom's. I love Marcus. He's so cute. He, I know. He and I said, just found out from your podcast that money, Karen Money Williams is her maiden name. I had the same impression that you and Franny did too. Or I guess Franny said she didn't think that, but like, cause she knew. But like, yeah. I was like, she's like, I'm Karen Money Williams. And I was like, you uh, go girl, you are. Money, that's yeah. I know. I know. And I was like, oh, that's brilliant. That's such a smart thing. And she's yeah. like, no, it's really my name. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, do you, do you realize how, how amazing you, what you manifested okay. there with that? Yeah. But Mark was saying, ex- he brought the whole subject of expect excellence to me. Mm-hmm. And he was saying, you know, that he and his, some of his buddies, um, they use that term at work and stuff. And he, he, he's like, he goes and expect excellence. He goes, this is you. And I love that he saw something in me that I did not see. And this has taken on a life of its own, this whole expect excellence. And this is where this podcast came from. It's, and it's where something else that I'm going to be working on (laughs) is coming from. And it's all of this. And I love letting this, but I also love stepping into I only expect excellence from my reality from here on out. Yeah. And I will not tolerate anything less because if I yeah. was a queen, I would yeah. not be tolerating. I wouldn't, yeah. I wouldn't put out a decree and then like, I want lobster. And then they bring me chicken. <laughs> no, <laughs> you know, bringing me lobster 
yeah then that's that and, and that's and that not, no settling yeah well no yeah. settling but not not even considering that anything less than that could come to me and i love inviting that because i know that's where my inner being is i love that i know that's where my source self is and going i will not settle for myself to be anything less than my source self, yeah. which is love, which is 100% knowing. Yeah. There's nothing scary there. There's nothing yeah. to be worried about there. And oh my God, when we step into that with raising children. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Or because they are already so connected, it can be the easiest thing. Yes. Once you decide, once you decide, okay, I'm going to let go. Like you'll just see them. They'll, they'll just thrive in front of your eyes like you didn't see before. It's not that they weren't thriving, but a parent that was interacting this way wouldn't see the thriving, would just see like, right? But once you really allow and just allow the kid to, do, it, it, it's, it's incredible. It's incredible the transformations so. that can be made in families when, so it's interesting because I got a couple situations where like, so I have one family I work with the whole group, right? Raven, Jay and, and Desi, wonderful. Oh, I feel like there's more families coming. And, but right now it's also really delicious to see like in this, there's this one client in particular I'm thinking of. She, she has a family and she has like three kids and a husband. Um, and so I've been working with her over almost like a year now too. And, and just with her getting steady and raising her vibration the relationships and dynamics are all changing. It's beautiful. So she is seeing her kids. So she is letting go. Right. And so the kids don't need to, right. So then I have another situation where I'm working with the kid, the teenage kid and the, the parents aren't coming in, but this teenage kid is being able to find what she was started to lose track of because you get you know, you reach a certain age sometimes or she was experiencing like a lot of pressure from parents to like, you get your homework in. When's the homework going to go in? And are, what are you going to do for college? And do you going to do soccer in college? Or like all these questions. And she's like, you know, you don't have the answer until you have the answer. So don't try to answer a question you don't have the answer for before it's time kind of thing. But she was feeling this pressure. Anyway, so her finding her steadiness and her knowing that all is well, she's got this to be able to go back into that household with the same condition of her parents saying blah, blah, blah. But now her being in her steadiness and her wow. getting to actually then realize and see by her staying in her steadiness that wah, wah, wah from her parents goes away quickly. The conversations are shorter, they're fewer, they're less intense. And she didn't, you don't even need to have the conversations. It's a literal change in your energy because she noticed like, oh, I'm not as defensive anymore. I'm not trying to explain myself. I'm not being snarky because I know I don't need to because I know they can be the same and I can be good. And when you can be good, they change. They change. Oh that's, your that's your manifestational evidence. First evidence is your emotion and your ability to stay steady and connected. Yeah. But if that's also continue to go forward and integrated, you will see that mirror reflection will also change. It will be a changed mirror reflection and it's beautiful and it that's will everything. evolve. It's not like, boom, it's fairy sprinkles and lollipops. No, but like it's this evolving thing that just keeps getting a little better 
and a little better and a little better and a little and then you reach this tripping point where trip, trip, tipping point we like break free from trying to just get away from anything that's bad and get better and now it's like holy cow this is so good and it's getting better oh my god it's so good and it's getting better but it's so for some people then they start out it's like this is really shit oh it's not shit this is pretty good okay oh this is really shit again oh it's not it's like this this getting out of this, the shit colored glasses default that people kind of get in a rut of doing, it's, it's peeling away that kind of triggered response so that they don't fall out of that connection so easily. So they can bring that connection and integrate it into their experience. Yeah, it's wonderful. Yeah. Oh my God. That's so, and yes, because you're manifesting all the time. So you manifested these people this way. And now we're undoing that manifestation. I'm doing that doesn't feel right, but you know what I mean? And that was exactly, you know, going into that death with my dog from a completely different space. Yeah. And you know, I, I had the knee jerk reactions. I knew how to handle death. It was sad and it's, it's horrible, blah, 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 blah. And of course there were so many times I woke up and I'm, I'm right on the verge of the old response and I'm like inner being, no, I will not go here anymore. Send me something to snap me out of this. And of course, you know, go on YouTube. There's the perfect video from Abraham. Yeah. Yeah. You know, the perfect, perfect, exactly what I needed to hear. And it would, it was, it was so empowering to know that I did not have to play there anymore. You have a choice. You have a choice. I have the solid choice. I don't, it doesn't have to be slow if I didn't want it to be slow. It was let's go. Let's, this is what way I want my reality to be from now on. And, you know, I'm so, I'm in so much appreciation to my dog for this, you know, just when I think she can't give me a better lesson. And, you know, we were at the end. No, her, her, that, that lesson right there was the biggest and it was the hugest. And it's the lesson that keeps on giving. And, you know, to know that that's within everybody and every yeah. child and especially the children. I just, my little, I don't know if you saw the video where I'm, I'm trying to get my little two-year-old to do a, um, just do a fun little podcast with me. And he, he lasted for maybe, I knew it was going to be the shortest podcast yes. in the history of short. Hi, guys. But yeah, he gets up and takes off and goes running down the hill. And I'm like, that's that. <laughs> And I love that. I love that their priority is my joy, my joy, not grandma's joy, not my mommy's joy, my joy. And there's such a beautiful representation. And I watch his mother, you know, needing that, you know, he, he, these children, they'll zoom you into, um, I got the dog barking out here. I know he's joining in on it. Yeah. I, you know, I've, I've, we've got these children that will yank us right into the vortex easily. And so like dogs, dogs are great at this. And so we, we, we hold on to that. And I need you to do this for me because I can't do this for myself. Mm -hmm. And I, you know, I love that everything you're saying, everything Tracy's saying, because I think that's a huge part of the unschooling is unschooling us. Uh, Oh, a hundred percent. Getting us to trust that because so much of school and stuff is based on like fear and assertion, like fear that if 
if we don't teach them the stuff that we think they need to know, like, like literally somebody said something like this to me the other day, we were in conversation about unschooling or something. And like, well, how will, how will like, it's as if they, they think that like, if kids don't learn this stuff, then like the world will break down. Like we won't be able to have power come to our house or like who will take care of, who will, who will do construction. But like every kid, like you, you, like my brother, is a fucking genius, like no doubt. He uh, he works for the um, European Space Agency. He is he's published in the American Journal of Science on a paper. Literally, oh my god! I just like realized the cool factor of this. His paper was on something something L bands and the effect of galactic glitter on L band rays or something. Galactic glitter. I love it. He's like glitter in space. And I'm like glitter here. Right. But he's like, he's a genius. And I swear to God, when he was like eight years old for like a birthday present, like I can remember where he was sitting in the living room and what this book looked like. It was kind of gray with white. It was like a textbook, big textbook that thick on meteorology, meteorology. And he, was loving it. Like he asked for this and he read that book multiple times, like from a little age, like don't worry world. Like everybody being born in this world already is like, has a, they're eager to get here because there's something they want to do. And if, you know, if you think like, oh, if kids just don't go to school, they're just going to goof off. No, they're going to, they're going to find what they're passionate about. Like cumulonimbus clouds and then he geeked out on computers he was meteorology and computers and then blended together and he was obsessed he would spend all day in his room after school hours locked door just did it and and look what he created and he didn't need to go to to school for that he seeked the information and taught himself before there was no meteorology class in high school yes. <laughs> right yes. so like self-taught and like trust that every kid has within them everything they need and because yeah. they got their connection to source and when they have a question they'll get they'll find the answer you might be yes resistance for that answer they'll find it somewhere if it's not you or something but you know i love raven told me about when she was just explaining to me about the sudbury school system and like because that's really that's a, like there's a hot seat you can find on youtube where a lady was asking abe about the sudbury model and abe said that's the closest thing to like how we would recommend any kind of school to go on. But I almost think that they don't really recommend a school at all, really, because they say, because there's a few things that they would, um, so for instance, and different like schools are out there that are kind of based on that Sudbury model, but they all have their own way, which is great because that's part of the model of the school is like, follow your guy. Anyway, so um, <laughs> I know I'm going, she was telling me about this story about this kid who was really having a really hard time in traditional school and was really acting out a lot. Like, I don't know the toll, the, remember the clear story of like, if he was maybe hurting himself or others, he was just like rebelling and being like really bad and the parents were worried. So they decided to try this other school that's kind of the Sudbury school system. And it's a school where they literally, the kids get to do whatever they want or not do whatever they want. If they want to lay on the couch in the classroom all day and sleep all day, they can do that. And that's exactly what this kid did. Raven will tell the story better than I do because I'm just repeating her story to me. About <laughs> it. But like literally eight months go by and he just sleeps all day. And then when school's over, he gets up and goes home. There's no, there's no assignments or anything. And finally one day he like wakes up 
and walks over to some kid that's on the computer and says, what is it that you're doing? He like, it's almost as if he spent that whole year releasing resistance and yes. allowing himself to be like, okay, there Tuned we in. let me do this. Really allow himself to be released from these chains of expectations and need to and have to and should. And like, I really get to choose. I really get to choose. I really get to choose. Okay. Well, let me look into that a little bit, but like really saying like reaching the, allowing kids to reach the place of boredom is where you want to be. Sometimes we're still like, you know, even Abe Hicks, it's like uh, people that are into this work that we are into might say, okay, well, let me ask my child what inspires you and, and what are you passionate about? And like, try to like pull it out. But that's even doing too much. And I think that's what that Abe hot seat is about that you can find on YouTube about the Sudbury school. It's yeah. like, Abe says we would intervene or do even less. Boredom is a good place to reach. Cause it's just, it has just like, oh, cause eventually you get bored with being bored. Eventually yeah. you're being bored. And then from a place of, cause that boredom, you weren't making yourself doing anything. You weren't making, having anybody else. You're just so bored. And then you, when you're bored of being bored, you get the question of what do I want to do? And it's so okay. resistance free. It's like, not what I need to do, not what I should do. What do I want to do? I want to do something. Well, let me do that. And so then what, what the answers to the, what do I want to do comes from this pure, not outside influenced desire from within, you know, and it's just, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. Yes. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. Beautiful. <laughs> well, and I love while you were saying all that. I was thinking about when I was a little girl, if I hadn't been, you know, I was the, I was blessed with being the youngest of six so that the, yeah. by the time, you know, the first child, all the parents' hopes and Focus. dreams are just like, yeah. And perfection yeah. by the sixth I one, like, ah, whatever. Do we even have, where'd the sixth one go? <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yes. Exactly. How beautiful. And they, they have a picture of me wandering down our big old long dirt road. You know, they're like, where's Kristen? Where's Kristen? And there I am in my diapers, you know, toddling down the dirt road with the German shepherd, the German oh. shepherd's right by my side, checking out everything I'm stopping yes. and playing with. Protecting you. And yes. And that is who I am to this day. I am an explorer. I am yes. an adventurer. Yes. I want to be checking out the new land that nobody's yes. checked out before. Yeah. And I, I was realizing that. See, and if at that time, Nobody, you know, pretty much nobody did, but I was free to be me. I was yes. free to get to know me yes. and nobody was ever going. So what do you want to be when you yeah. grow up? Yeah. 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 Totally. And it, yes. And I love, and I look back over my life and I'm like, I love, I love, I love that. I had so much freedom Real. to yeah. just be yes. inside of me. Yes. I was, I was a deep and, and from that relationship with yourself. Yes. You know, and yes. just follow your own guidance. It's so cool. Like, you know, it, as you're telling that story, it makes me think of, I don't know if you've ever heard Abraham talk about when Esther was a little girl, her mom left her alone. And Esther would go out and play under this bush and make things with the leaves or whatever. And just, and I, 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 I don't know if Abe was direct in saying it or more kind of, I don't know as a word, inferred it that like, it was because she was allowed to have this freedom and 
connect with herself and talk to her guides or whatever, that she's able to even, you know, that she was, you know, because she didn't have this goal of channeling Abraham, but once they started, her and Jerry started meditating nine months later, Abe came through. And I think it's a lot is because she just didn't have that much resistance built up. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's what it is. You just, is she had less resistance than most people because of the freedom she had as a kid, you know, for sure. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And when I back in 2015, I played in channeling for a long time. Um, and it was, it was easy. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we all were in this class with a friend of mine who's a big channeler and he's basically goes, okay, do it. And I'm like, okay. Okay. And it was, it was so fun and it was so easy. And I, I, I loved that. And I know it has everything to do with the fact that I was pretty much free to do what, you know, I was in boarding schools and stuff. So I'd be in math class doodling, just yeah, doodling. Totally. Yeah. And they, they'd have a test and I'm flunking everything. Yeah, totally. <laughs> You know, and and in fifth grade, sixth grade, being in a boarding school where you've got no adult supervision and you're just so free, not because they want you to be, but (laughs) (laughs) nobody's watching me and I'm just off in, you know, outside playing in my imagination and oh my gosh. Yeah. And there's so much I would, and I'm so glad for 2020 because I think this is where we're going. I really do. I I see a world where we're going here. Yeah. Yeah. What is going to happen with these children? It's inevitable and it's already happening. The right that we're all loosening up the grips on each other and ourselves. Right. Can I read you this? You might've already seen it. Oh my God. Susan Michaela. I don't even know if I'm pronouncing her last name right. You know who Susan is on Facebook because she posts a lot of funny memes too. And oh my gosh. Okay. So this is how awesome it, like, I feel like this is just hits nail on the head. It's a, it's a little meme. And somebody wrote, sometimes I think about how when my Italian grandma and Irish grandpa got together in the fifties, it was a huge scandal, right? Italian and Irish. And now my nephew Hambone is in a relationship with a Sailor Moon body pillow and no one gives a shit. (laughs) Don't you see like so many people are finally not giving shits. And like, you know, thank God for like, you know, when I think about like the LGBTQ movement and like the rainbow and the gay parade and all pride parade and stuff like these people are just groundbreakers into like love and acceptance and being out there. And you can hate me, but I'm still going to be me. And I'm going to go where I'm welcome. And you can like, you know, I love seeing more and more of the, that I can be me, but I don't have to push against you just because you're not on board with it yet. I just won't want, look at you. I'll just play. Right. It's people learning we can all like, it doesn't have to be where everybody's accepting. Like, you know, it's like that, but, but everybody can be so focused on what they're loving that when they see something unwanted, it's, it's, it's step five contrast. It's like, yes. that doesn't bother me. I just know I don't want that. I wouldn't choose that, but you go girl. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I don't yes, know. Yes. Well, I love that because, you you know, we're so caught up in loving ourselves and being responsible for our own love and our own happiness that, you know, you do you. You do you, and, you boo. You yeah. do you, boo. Whatever. Yeah, 
Oh my gosh. All right, baby girl. I always say drop the mic on this because this has been amazing. And I love, love watching you go. You just set Gina free. Yeah, yeah. I I get that image of, you know, the dog. Somebody left the gate open and the dog is like, running and it's like in the air. All paws off the ground. Just going. Off the ground. Into the the pile of leaves. You see that dog that just disappears into the leaves. It's so cute. All right. I love you. I know. It's that. that, I love you too, honey. Thank you so much for doing this. Thank you for coming and playing. It has Mm -hmm. been a kick-ass morning. Yeah, yeah. And I will let you know when this goes up. All right. Love ya. Bye. Love you too. Bye. Bye.